Welcome back to another episode of the Courtesy of Court podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Osgood, and today we are talking all about sense. And not just sense, but sense that connect to memories. So I'm holding in my hands here uh, two different scents. One is Frangipangi, which is uh, the scent of the Plumeria flower, which is my personal favorite. Um, it's I, I actually firstly discovered it in Hawaii, and it's just the most beautiful thing, and it smells divine. And then I also have another scent in my hand here called Laundromat. And it is so fresh and so clean. There's something really comforting, I don't know about you, but for me, when I smell clean laundry, I just, uh, it's just warmth and cozy and home and everything. And that is the whole premise of this company, Demeter Fragrance, and we're gonna be talking to the CEO just shortly. And his whole mission was he wanted to create a whole variety of scents that connected to people's memories. And as anybody knows, I'm sure you guys can attest, it's something special when you smell something, it just brings you back, whether it's like the smell that your grandmother used to wear, or maybe it's the first time you you know, fell in love with somebody, or you experienced the best food ever at this restaurant. And what's really insane about this company, though, is like, sure, they've got the citrus notes, and they've got the floral varieties, and they've got, you know, the, kind of those more standard um, scents. They have some crazy scents. How about kitten's fur, or new baby, or dirt? How about pizza? Literally, they have it, and there's over 300 different varietals of fragrances, so I'm really looking forward to talking to Mark, the CEO, to learn a little bit more about how, why, who's purchasing. I, I just I just have to, I have to talk to them, I have to find out. So, let's get to it. Please welcome Mark Krames, the CEO of Demeter Fragrance. Mark, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to talk to you because honestly, when I first heard about your company, I was beyond intrigued. So why don't we just go ahead and get started? Can you just tell me a little bit about uh, Demeter Fragrance, how to get started? Tell me all about it. Demeter was started in 1996 with a very unique olfactory proposition, which is was to capture the smells of the garden and nature. The uh, Demeter Fragrance Library comes from the Greek goddess Demeter, who was the Greek goddess of agriculture. And that was the original conception, was the idea that the smells of nature on their own without improvement are wonderful, and that to bring them to market in a commercial way would be a different way of look, thinking about and wearing fragrance. I mean, I love that. I, I was so intrigued by the different scents that you have. And I feel like, so for instance, I do have a couple samples here. Um, for those that can't see, I'm going to describe. I've got a whole uh, variety of the floral blends. So I've got Flower Show and Violet. And then there's another one I just put on, Wet Garden. So like this isn't, there are some standard sort of traditional scents in the mix, but there are some super non-traditional scents in the mix, not just on the floral side, but like I saw Kitten's Fur and dirt and tomato like tell me first of all tell me why we've we've gone outside of this um first and foremost and then i want to know how because every time i smell one of the smells i'm like are you kidding me it's so it's so good it's so clear that's a lot of stuff so i know break it down. Okay. so uh, initially as i said it was about the garden it just evolved into uh the next evolution was really before I bought the company was any scent that you desire, no matter how odd or unusual. And that led us to an era with things like rubber, 
and tarnish, <laughs> oh lobster. Lobster? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also things like uh, angel food cake and gin and tonic. It, so so it, it was a mixed bag. And I bought the company in 2002. Okay. And one of the first things I did once I got my hands around it was I redefined that mission to wearable fragrance inspired by real objects and experiences. I love that, yeah. Which, which was a restatement of what we, who we'd become. Right. Because we had moved from quirky, cool, down in the village brand to an international uh, uh, fragrance brand that needed to be a, a little bit more um, sensitive to its own customer sensibilities, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the beginning of the next era around 2004 when we launched a fragrance called Sex on the Beach. That was oh. really based on the cocktail, but was also sort of commercially groundbreaking for us. Yeah. So what did you, I mean, did, did you do that because of the popularity of the show at the time or sort of what spurred that to decide to kind of go a little bit outside the box with that? This, this is a true story, okay? Yes. My wife and I bought the company at the time. Our twin daughters were, I think, 18, 19 years old. Okay. And it was the summertime and they were home from college. And we were sitting in the kitchen from which I'm speaking to you now with all these really incredible fragrances laid out. Uh, you know, dirt, angel food, um, <laughs> birthday cake. And I, I just thought I was clearly the coolest dad in America. Oh, time. yeah. <laughs> and so I called my daughter over and I said, smell this. And I gave her the gin and tonic. And she smelled the gin and tonic, which to this day is one of our best selling fragrances. Wow. And she smelled it and she said, that's nice, but what about something a little more modern or a little cooler? And I, and it was like just a stab to the heart. <laughs> Cause you thought you were the coolest already. So I, a, I thought I was the coolest. And all of a sudden at 48, I felt like I was 77. <laughs> um, and, um, they, <laughs> and, uh, within, I would say less than two weeks we launched Sex on the Beach, which that which became the best-selling Demeter fragrance and put us into a much broader market. Yeah, totally. Before. But uh, there, there's so much serendipity in running a small, you know, funky company like this. And that's just one of those stories. I think that's amazing. And I feel like, yeah, to your point, you launch a fragrance like that that's sort of out of the box and you're hitting a completely different demo that you weren't hitting before. And then when you have captured that demo, then like you can just keep iterating and innovating. And it sounds like that's what you guys have done. You know, one of the great things about owning a small company like this, uh, I mean, it's always hard financially. You you never know more than a few weeks away from the bear at the door. It, it, It is what it is. But you get to do what you love. Yeah. So about half of our fragrances were inspired by our fans writing into me. And I'm very responsive to that. Uh, Sunshine was a fragrance that was specifically asked for. Fuzzy balls. Um, Wait, fuzzy balls? Fuzzy balls. Like opening a new can of tennis balls. Oh, (laughs) I was literally like, I don't, okay, 
Okay. I have a thing for dad jokes and puns. Okay. okay. Lay it on me. And, and well, we name naming the fragrances with double entendres is my favorite thing in the world to do. I love it. So if I called a tennis ball, you wouldn't be as interested in as you are in fuzzy balls. You're absolutely correct. Yes. If I called it earth, you wouldn't be as interested in it as if I called it dirt. Totally. No, I think it's brilliant. It, I'm on board. You know, so, so I find that our, our very best products are the ones that have a name that draws you in. Sure. And then it's a killer fragrance. That is so, uh, is so cool. How, okay, I need to understand if it's even possible. How are you getting these scents so close to what they actually are? I just, it's crazy. Okay, and, and we are, I think of fragrance generally as impressionistic painting. It's, it's an, uh, I, I'm, I can debate for a long time about whether we're an art form or a craft, but regardless, the generalized approach of prestige fragrance is to high art. And yeah. I, in my mind, that's sort of impressionistic painting. I'm trying to create a feeling. Yeah, I, I get it. We try and, we're the photo realists of fragrance. If I'm doing a cosmopolitan cocktail, I don't just want it to be a cosmopolitan cocktail. I want it to be the greatest cosmopolitan cocktail that you've ever tasted. And in this particular case, I want you to feel everything that I felt on the back porch of the Sonoma Inn when the sun was setting that uh -huh. made this greatest cosmopolitan I ever had. Yeah. And, and, and so so it, yes, was it fresh lemon juice that they squeezed in front of me? It was. Mm -hmm. But it was so much more than that, and that's what I try and deliver, that whole experience. So our flowers, for example, are not perfumey flowers. It's the living flower. Yeah. I, I've had people tell me that our honeysuckle reminds them of when they used to stand in their backyard and suck the juice out of the blossoms. Oh that's what I'm going for. That has to be one of the most rewarding feelings because I, I mean, I think scent is like one of those senses that is just connected to something so much more like bigger than we can even like imagine, you know, when you smell those things, it just takes you well, back. And that's the second piece of that. By doing photo realism of real objects in their olfactory form, we trigger something that's very natural in humans. You have your strongest emotional reactions to scent. Yeah. It's just the way we're wired. The, the, the biology of it is not yet well understood, but the outcome is. Right. So we're taking advantage of that by making this great, powerful fragrance that is, is trading on the feelings that you have related to that object. Yeah. So for me, one of the, my favorite fragrances was our chocolate chip cookie. Ugh. because it reminded me of my grandmother's baking. Yeah. Vanilla cake batter I designed based on my grandmother's baking. Oh my and that's God. a very powerful memory for that's me. That's so special, yeah. It, but talking about it, I'm, I, I, I'm back in the, in the fourth grade. Yeah. Which <laughs> uh, was a long time ago for me. <laughs> that's, uh, is, I mean, like seriously, how many things though can we say in life that really can just immediately, in like a split second, bring you back. I mean, there are very few things in this life that can do that and transport you like that rather than I actually think there's more of them than you think there are. 
but it's not something that we focus on. We, we, it's not one of those things that we categorize in our minds because we're not generally in tune with our sense of smell the way we are with our sense of vision, for example. Oh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're less perfected at it. You know, right. we work very, particularly the last 20 years, we all work very hard on our palates. We're all foodies. Sure, yeah, that's true, yeah. But, but think about what a smaller slice of the population thinks about smells that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I can totally see that. That makes sense. So, how so that's the why. Now the question is to the how. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Because I asked like four questions in one. Yeah, so I broke <laughs> them down. Uh, so the how, we start out very often with something called headspace technology. Okay. which is a process, and there's a couple of different ways you do it. It's got a close cousin called carbon dioxide extraction technology. Uh -huh. And basically, uh, let's stick with headspace. It's a little easier to explain. You take a bell jar and create a vacuum over an object, and then you suck the air out surrounding that object, which contains, in proportion, the molecules that create that object scent. Wow. We then run that air through a gas chromatographer and create a chemical fingerprint of what that smell looks like, the constituent molecules that make up that smell. Then we go to the thousand or so materials that we're allowed to use on the skin in fragrance, mm -hmm. and we recreate that chemical fingerprint as close as we can. Wow. The last piece of it, which is where I think honestly makes Demeter really special, is the perfumer's oil. That will only get you so far. Mm -hmm. Then it takes someone with a little skill, talent, a nose to take it to that next level that we're about. Right. So how many, when, you, when you've gotten, do you, I mean, how, how many iterations do you go through? Do you have a variety and you kind of then narrow it down? <laughs> It, 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 there is no consistent way at it. I got okay. pizza on the first try. Oh my God. Did someone okay, request I, that? Uh, oh yeah. The <laughs> they probably just want to see if you could do it. Um, it, it. You know, I don't believe it's really wearable. At least yeah. it's not for me. Right. And I avoided um, doing savory fragrances for a long, long time. But over time, as I got the request, it became clear to me that whether they wanted it for a novelty or to right. wear, taste had changed in that regard. Mm -hmm. And we sell plenty of them. Again, I can't really tell you if it's a novelty, if it's a joke gift, or, or people are wearing it, but it is successfully commercial. Wow. That is incredible. I mean, I, I feel like I would buy it just because I wanted to see. Like, I want to see how close well, it And smells. there's a lot of that going around. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, but again, to your point, either way, it's selling, which, you know, as a business owner, that's awesome. And, you know, if there's demand for it, keep creating. Why not? Yeah, and, and then it's um, – so, so you get something like pizza that – I literally, the only one I've ever done in one try. And then I've got things like, we, we just launched Puppy's Breath uh, oh a week ago. And oh, I, that was gosh. in development when I bought the company in 2004. Oh, really? 
we could never get it right. Wow. And you just got it right. Same thing with kitten fur. That was in development when I bought the company. We only completed it about two or three years ago. Oh my gosh. So there are so, so, I mean, I guess then it's safe to say there are just some scents that are sort of constantly being worked on to get that perfect one. And then there are others that can just take like pizza, one try and you're done. Absolutely. And, and typically things that are complex organic molecules based on living things are the hardest things to do. I mean, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Because we have a limited palette of materials that have been deemed safe to use on the skin. Sure. So you can't use anything. I have to make what I can use work. Right, right, right. That makes sense. So how often are you rolling out new fragrances? Do you do that like seasonally or just whenever they get perfected? For, for years, we've done a new fragrance every month. Oh, wow. You know, it's part of our shtick, quite frankly. That's and amazing. It, 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 that, that constant newness. And the challenge was more to find great things to make, things that would, would draw that emotional reaction. Yeah. Uh, right now, I don't know. I, we have a plan, but the plan has changed so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, I feel like that's growing. life. <laughs> I, I mean, we were launching a set of fragrances called um, Imaginary Flowers. It was like watermelon blossom and rice blossom and oh, amethyst flowers. Things that didn't exist. So beautiful yeah. fragrances that I made up in my mind. Yeah, I love that, um, though. So, and, and it's not what we'd normally do. Right. We are the photorealism right. company. Now we're going into something different. Yeah. And that, which was exciting for me. I've been doing this for t almost 20 years now. I stretch my, my perfumer legs a little bit. Right. And coronavirus just put that upside down. It was not the time to launch something that was not who we've been for all these years. Yeah, that makes sense. So, we, we did uh, launch um, some new fragrances for the, for the first time now in August and September. So we're going back to that we're going to do something every month, and we'll see how that goes. Awesome. Well, that's really cool. So how many fragrances do you have then right now, currently? It's about 300, but it's always a moving target. Wow. Uh, much like, uh, you know, if you go to buy a cosmetic, there's always something out of stock in a, in a big cosmetic line. Sure. We, we're more like that. There's, there's too many materials. There's always something we're out right. of stock on, especially now where it's hard to replace certain things. Uh, but it's about 300. And again, we're back to launching new things. So we just did Puppy's Breath. Uh, we'll be launching Black Tea and Sweet Tea in October. Ooh. Uh, Cypress in November, I think, which is really beautiful. And uh, wintergreen in December. Wow. Okay. So knowing the process, if I go back to puppy's breath, did you literally capture the a breath of a puppy? Like, is this? Is it literally? Did you did you sit there in front of the puppy and like try to capture them breathing? We, and, we, no? That's been done in the past. It was not done for this particular iteration. After banging my head against the wall for about 15 years, I was clear that we weren't going to get there that way. Got it. I <laughs> forgot. Yes, this was one that's been working on for a long time. So, so this ended up being more something that we created out of our imaginations. And it's probably less directly about puppy's breath and more about 
the sense of that beautiful puppy. Oh, so that's so cute. The feelings about the first time you meet that puppy. Yeah. And, and all that warmth and, and, and sweetness. Oh, that's so sweet. I feel, see, I already like just even describing, I'm like, oh, I want one. <laughs> um, so right now, can, I know you guys have an, an e-commerce store. So you are, you're shipping everywhere, at least currently in the U.S. Are you shipping um, internationally as well? We're, we're shipping everywhere slowly. Okay. Uh, you know, one of the things about, you know, everyone's a little slow right now. We're more than a little slow, to be honest, because we make everything by hand. Mm -hmm. This is not a... Uh, you know, a, a, a high-tech manufacturing process, the only way that we're able to offer all these different fragrances and in all their different formats, because it's colognes and perfume oils and lotions and gels, is that we have to make small batches by hand. Got it. So we never make more than five gallons of a fragrance at a time. So the good news is you're always getting something that's fresh and new and is really almost most of the time made specifically to order. Yeah, the that's awesome. News, that doesn't happen fast. Right. Uh, especially now. Right. So we, we, we get up and fight that fight every day. Sure. Well, no, I think that's great, though. And I think right now, more than ever, people are really looking to support local and support entrepreneurs and small businesses. So I think this is great. And the holidays are coming up as crazy as that is to say. They are coming up. So, I mean, I think this is an awesome gift, whether it's a no, stocking stuffer or... We, we were talking about that in a in a meeting this morning uh, that holiday is upon us, which actually meant that I had to accept the fact that summer came and went and I, I missed know. it. I know. Wait, are you in New York? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I recently moved from the North. I'm now in Raleigh in the South and um, North Carolina. And, but for, uh, for up North, it's like, yeah, you get like eight, 10, uh, maybe 11 weeks of summer and then boom, you're right. You're out of it. So September's yeah, I mean, nice. And, and, yeah. And I'm, I'm usually pretty good about getting out and going in the woods every day. And quite frankly, this summer we've been so busy just trying to keep up. Yeah. That uh, my, my recreation went out the window, unfortunately. Uh, none and of you should do that. It's a mistake. Yeah, I know. And that's tough. And then it kind of throws your whole everything off. And then all of a sudden, to your point, then you're like, oh, my gosh, summer is. It, it, I mean, it's just very hard when you don't feel like you're servicing your customers the way you used to servicing them. Uh, well, you know what? Well, give yourself some grace. We've all been dealing with some crazy, crazy times, you know, and I don't think anybody really, you know, it's, nobody really knows um, what's going on and, and how we're all going to move forward, but what we're going to, and we're all just going to figure it out. And I think kind of that's, at least that's a nice part I feel is like we're all in this together, you know? One of the really cool things we're doing is, is we're doing scented hand sanitizer. And oh, awesome. Flavors and in about another month, I think you're going to be able to get it in a, a lot more flavors. So that's sort of a fun thing that we were able to do. So it's that's not quite great. So, you know, we got to use this stuff. It might totally. as well be a pleasant experience. Yeah, totally. Um, so, okay, if you were to say one of, so you already did name a few of the kind of like out there different kind of flavors uh, or scents rather that are good sellers. What's another couple that are, that, you, that just totally shocked you when like maybe you got the request and you made it, but like you had no idea it was going to sell as well as, or be as popular as it was. Well, uh, the most obvious one is baby powder. Oh, I love baby powder. That's not shocking to me. Is by far our number one selling fragrance. Really? Well, I don't, it's so and fresh. What, and it is. It's it it has it hits all the right notes. But when I launched it, I didn't have any 
expectations. When I launch Puppy's Breath, I expect to sell a yeah. lot of Puppy's Breath. Yeah. I expect to sell a lot of baby powder. And now 10 years later, it is our best-selling fragrance day in, day out. Oh. Well, like I said, yeah, I mean, you can't get a fresher smell for me. I mean, it's just like baby powder, just like the freshest. Um, have you ever gotten a request that you con considered, but were like, it's way too outlandish? Like, no, we probably. Oh, what time is it? That's, <laughs> the, that's a daily occurrence. <laughs> Wait, give me an example. Do you have an example you can think of that you were just like, no? What, ones I can mention? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, anyone. But, but there's a number I can't mention in the family show. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the one that we get the most that I'm really not interested in doing is probably blood. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think that's one of those, can they do this or how is but it? I, it's fetish shot. <gasps> oh, the, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. That's probably a, so a good move. I, I, it, you know, so that, that was never something that I was, I was really comfortable with. Yeah. Probably good. But there are other ones that we get all the time, like gasoline. And and, and, and people mean that smell on your hand after you pump Wait, your own gas. I like actually weirdly like that. I don't know why. So many people do and it's impossible. <laughs> so They're weird. Trying and trying and trying. And it, you know what it is? The materials that you can use to recreate gasoline are as volatile as the gasoline itself. I so can it imagine. Stays, it never stays in one place. I can't get it fixed. Mm, yeah. Um, what about the, like uh, phosphorus? We get that sulfur, phosphorus, um, chlorine. I like that too. Weird. Now we did a chlorine fragrance. I oh, did you swimming, did? But because I knew that even if people say they love chlorine, they're not talking about chlorine. Right. They're talking right. about that very faint sense that stays on your skin. Yes. It's after you got out of the pool. So that's what we did. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. But but so there's a lot of unique things, and if you think about them the right way, sometimes even the the, the edgier stuff like chlorine can make a great fragrance. Yeah, no, I can totally see because then you've got to mix, you know, with like sun and the warmth and like that summery kind of day and the I, yeah, I get it, I get I it. Wow. On there too. You know, <laughs> go ahead. No, it just, uh, I totally forgot where I was going. So it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, honestly, I guess I was a little naive to think that, I don't know, I feel like there's so much more science that goes into this, the creation of these scents, than I guess I even really thought. I was just, I don't know. There is significant science involved, but at the end of the day, to make something that people will like, as opposed to another machine, you still need... A person involved. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Wow, that's fascinating. Well, um, for anybody that's listening that wants to go check out um, all your fragrances and learn more about you guys, where can they go? Where can they find you? Uh, the, the only place you can get everything, not shockingly, is www.demeterfragrance.com. But you can also find most of it on Amazon as well. Oh, awesome. You're on Amazon? Okay. Perfect. So the, the, the more you want something that's you know, if you want a violet body lotion, you probably need to come to the website. Got it. Got it. <laughs>
Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Mark, so much. This was so fascinating. And I'm looking forward to not only trying some of my other scents, but going on the site and checking out what else you guys have to offer. Because I feel like, I mean, with over 300, there's got to be some things that I'm totally missing. Well, let me leave you with one, with one more thought. Okay, please because do. Because these are all single note fragrances, which means that they don't change over time. Mm -hmm. How it smells now is how it'll smell in a half hour. Mm -hmm. That means that you can layer them on top of one another to create your own unique fragrance. Uh, so it's not 300 different fragrances. Uh, the options are absolutely infinite. Oh my and there are actually blending kits on the website that can guide you and get you started in that process of creating your own signature. That is amazing. I didn't even think about that. That is awesome. Yeah, so 300 times, yeah, infinity. It's a, really. Times 300. <laughs> it's a big, big number. <laughs> big number. Big number. Well, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much. And to everyone listening, make sure to check out Demeter Fragrance. Thank you guys so much. Um, I will see everyone next week. And, Mark, thank you again. It's always a pleasure. And please, guys, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. If you love the podcast, you can help other people find it. Thanks so much. See you next week.